Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is David. And my name is Nick. We will be your hosts, and together we'll be discussing important topics for the NPTE, breaking down various questions, conducting multiple interviews, and overall improving your learning experience. And today, we're going to be discussing the Ankle Brachial Index, or also called the ABI. So the ABI can be looked at as a non-invasive test to assess perfusion, or potential loss of perfusion, of the lower extremities. It's typically performed using a Doppler ultrasound to obtain a ratio of the systolic blood pressure of the lower extremity with the systolic blood pressure of the upper extremity. An ABI measurement may be indicated secondary to decreased absent pulses, arterial insufficiency, or peripheral vascular disease, which is also known as PVD. It can also be used for a patient with multiple risk factors of cardiovascular disease, such as obesity, diabetes, hypertension, smoking, high LDLs. All right. And the procedure, so in order to perform and obtain an ABI, the individual will be supine. A systolic blood pressure is measured at both the upper and lower extremities. Uh, so we're going to use the brachial for the upper extremity and the posterior tibial or dorsalis pedis arteries for the lower extremity. An individual, like we said above, can use a Doppler ultrasound or they can use a stethoscope. And then the higher systolic blood pressure will be used for the ABI calculation. And then the calculation is pretty easy because it's in the name. So the name is the ankle brachial index, and that's pretty much the calculation. So the calculation will be the lower extremity or the ankle systolic blood pressure divided by the upper extremity uh, or the brachial systolic blood pressure. Exactly in the name. You don't get easier than that. Very easy. Now, although the values are different in sources, we will be focusing on Ol Sullivan, which is physical rehabilitation. Greater than 1.2 is falsely elevated arterial disease and diabetes. And David, just to pause there before we get into the other values, when we think of something of like a false elevated ABI, uh, we can think of vessel calcification. So what happens there is calcification can stiffen the arterial walls, which in turn may provide a misleading, so it can get that higher ABI value, something of like a 1.2 or that, or that greater than 1.2. And this is typically due to the pressure needed to compress the vessels maybe higher than the blood pressure that's inside the vessels. So at that point, the ABI value may not be a valid indicator of lower extremity perfusion. And so it could require some just further medical attention for further perfusion assessment. Always important to know. Also, a 1.19 to a 0.95 will be considered normal. 0.94 to 0.75 will be my mild arterial disease, positive intermittent claudication. 0.74 to 0.50 will be moderate arterial disease, positive resting pain. And a less than 0.50 would indicate severe 
arterial disease. Thank you so much for listening. For more information on Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check out all of our other social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope this segment on ABI was helpful, and we look forward to you joining us here next time on the NPTE Final Frontier podcast.